Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2997, Triggers for Automated Habits by Tynan of Tynan.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. And we're gonna get right to it today and start optimizing your life. Triggers for Automated Habits by Tynan of Tynan.com. I've had a few friends who've gone through quitting smoking. The hard part, they say, is that certain things trigger wanting to smoke. Stressful situation, time to smoke. Driving a car, time to smoke. Drinking at a bar, time to smoke. The reason that bad habits are so hard to quit is that we have these many triggers that start us down that path almost automatically. A compulsive eater, might get into a stressful situation and have a hamburger halfway into their face before they even consciously think about whether or not they should be eating. The silver lining of this nuance of human nature is that we can also harness triggers to create positive habits. Just as bad habits are so hard to break because of our triggers, good habits can be made resilient using the same mechanism. And just as bad habits are built slowly and incrementally, so are good habits. I meditate for five minutes every day. As soon as I wake up, I grab my phone and press the start button on a five-minute meditation timer. Waking up is my trigger. At first, I had to remind myself to do the meditation every morning, but now I do it almost automatically. It would feel strange not to meditate. Just as a veteran smoker is likely to have a harder time quitting than a new smoker, The longer I keep my meditation habit, the easier it becomes to maintain. Now, there are two main types of triggers, contextual triggers and constant triggers. Waking up is a constant trigger since I do it every single day and want to meditate every day. A contextual trigger is something that happens at an inconsistent frequency. For me, feeling tired during the day is a contextual trigger. Whenever that happens, I drink a glass of water because I found that sometimes I'm just dehydrated and not actually tired. So here are some examples of constant triggers. Waking up, going to sleep, eating a specific meal, an alarm set on your watch, and opening your computer. Here are some contextual triggers. Feeling tired, the phone ringing during work, feeling hungry, receiving an email, and turning on the TV. Constant triggers are best used for daily habits that aren't related to the trigger itself. For example, if you wanna write a blog post every day, you might use your lunch as a trigger. Whenever you finish eating lunch, you start writing. Contextual triggers are best used to remedy problems or maximize situations. Maybe if you're feeling hungry, you eat a cup of raw broccoli and three walnuts. That'll make you less hungry and force you to eat nutrient-dense foods. Or maybe whenever you turn on the TV, you do 50 push-ups to combat the sloth of TV watching. Another trick I use is using habits 
as triggers. Meditation is a trigger for getting out of bed. Before I meditated, I might sit in bed and read Facebook on my phone, but now the final bell of the meditation is my trigger to get out of bed. Getting out of bed is my trigger to put a pot of tea on the stove. Turning on the stove is a trigger to brush my teeth. Drinking tea is a trigger to go through email and star the ones that need replies. Finishing my tea is a trigger for writing my daily blog post. Saving the blog post is a trigger to plan my work for the day. So by chaining these habits together, I'm able to have a very productive morning almost on autopilot. Sometimes I take a step back and notice that it's a little bit strange how set in stone all of these things are. I can sort of imagine a world where I wake up, leave the RV, and eat a stack of pancakes, but it seems like a very foreign series of events that couldn't ever really happen in my life. Just as waking up is a near certainty, so are all of my chained habits. I have a similar chain for going to sleep as well. The one chink in the armor of all of this triggering and chaining is that it falls apart very quickly when traveling. When I was in Japan last month, I would usually meditate every morning, though only at about 70% consistency. But because I didn't have tea or proper brewing equipment, my whole chain fell apart. I'd often get writing done and usually get to my email, but it took thought, happened at random times, and just didn't happen some days. I think that the solution to this may be to either go mostly contextual while traveling, like write blog posts for the entire duration of any flight, go through email whenever alone on a train, etc. Or to come up with a simpler chain that doesn't rely on anything I don't pack. Even that would fall apart when traveling with other people, I think. The good news is that having all these habits makes it very easy to fall back into the swing of things when returning from a trip, which makes me less concerned with falling off while traveling. Anyone who has tried to quit a bad habit, which is probably all of us, knows how powerful triggers can be. If they're gonna make more work for us when eliminating bad habits, we may as well co-opt them to make less work in our everyday lives. You just listened to the post titled, Triggers for Automated Habits by Tynan of Tynan.com. Thank you to Tynan. This idea of chaining habits together is super powerful and it's come up a few times on this show because it's been proven to work. Our environment is a huge part of that and we can really set up our space for success. So for example, if you struggle with eating candy, the simplest solution is to either not buy it and or get rid of it, or put it away in the tallest cupboard or shelf you have so it's out of sight and takes effort to get it back down. That's a bit of a separate thing from chaining habits together, but it's just as important, I think. But if you can think of some constant or contextual triggers that you have, it's a great way to start building a specific habit. And I'd just say that make sure you're trying one at a time. Start with the easiest one first if you have a bunch that you're trying to start because attempting to build a habit of eating healthier, exercising every day, meditating and journaling all at once is almost certainly bound to fail. Like Tynan, maybe try chaining one to a trigger, then once that's pretty much automatic, then add another to the chain. It's a great strategy. Hopefully it sparked an idea for you. 
But that'll do it for today. Thank you for being here and listening every day. Have a great rest of your day or night, and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.